Good morning, good afternoon, wherever you are. Today, of the 30-day challenge, with your vision quest, an opportunity here to dwell on something really beautiful. And uh, that is that, and it's beyond the intellect, beyond rational thinking, beyond conscious thought in a way. Every single human being on this planet is born with a gift. Gifted. And the question becomes, what's yours? We go to uni and we study and we work hard and we do all the things we do and that's, that's important. And we build an asset called us with our intelligence and our cleverness and our wit and our charm or whatever but it's a great awareness that you're born gifted but not in all aspects of life so I guess in a business parlance we'd call it strengths and weaknesses and things but I, I think it's not quite so uh, so uh, easy to categorize it in in that language gifted means some people get born with a really high IQ some people get born with a joy that's just that's just intrinsically them some people get joined with a are born with a, a seriousness that it's a, a gravity which means that they've got the ability to be still and calm while everyone else is turmoiled and some other people get born with a really generous golden heart and it's very easy to say what we'd like people to think we are very easy to say what people like about us which is a very big mistake because if you're born with a gift a lot of the people who have to work hard for what you're gifted to have get resentful and they'll say I don't like that part of you so this is where corporate training and corporate uh, HR work gets very complicated it uh, on the one hand it says we want you to lead on the other hand, it says, we want you to be liked. And they're not the same topic. Women get jealous of women, threatened. And so under, under the table, we find women are harder on each other than men are harder than women. And we find men are competitive against each other, but in a different way. Men and women compete with each other and sometimes people are really resentful that uh, someone else gets promoted when they think they have earned the promotion but the reason for the promotion isn't uh, isn't just performance so there's many different ways we can perceive uh, another human being and therefore it's really important to perceive ourselves 
before other people perceive us. Self-perception. And it's very important for that perception to be independent of others. In the Buddhist system, when a very senior Lama is about to die, they will write on a piece of paper a vision they have. They'll describe a place and they'll describe a circumstance and they'll describe this vision and the details are sketchy but they'll describe it in, in an artistic way and that's where they're going to be reborn and it sounds ridiculous to the logical Western Christian because or Muslim or even sometimes a Hindu will go into disbelief but they will say that I'm coming back and I'll come back there in that place and what the monks do is they go off in search and they go and find somewhere in the world the reborn Lama and they do a test they do a test and the test uh, that they do is they place three bowls in front of the child and ask which one is yours and they'll choose the one they had when they were the monk, the Lama. Then they'll do another test and they'll do another test and as the child grows to be five years old the child has knowledge that it shouldn't really have. It's really important to just hold your judgment on this for a minute. Um, I went to a place in India called Belakupe. Belakupe is south near Mysore. There's a guy, lifeguards, shooing someone off the patrol. I've just walked past a person surrounded by police and ambulance. They obviously arrived here last night and couldn't get away and they're not well, I would say, in a serious space. Um, we're born gifted. I went to Belakupe and it was the initiation of a monk to the status of Lama. Now, the interesting thing about this story in Belakupe in India was that this particular guy who was being initiated had stayed at our house for three weeks before the initiation and lived with us and ate with us. He had two bodyguards, one who was a martial artist and the other who was a specialist in music, chanting in that deep throat guttural sound which is drawing up the energy of the earth into the ether and the journey with this guy who had a heart defect uh, was fascinating because he was just an ordinary kid an ordinary 20 year old guy and uh, and he had extraordinary gift from birth 
and that is he was the reborn of a Lama before him and therefore was about to become leader of I think something like 300,000 people in Tibet. So to witness this guy in, in real life was quite extraordinary. He didn't think he was special. He thought he was just him, just like we think we are we. And if it weren't for the, someone pointing out that this little kid in a village somewhere in the middle of Tibet was special, he would have never thought he was special. Would have never recognized the gift, that's for sure. But our staying at our house in India, he, uh, I had bought my rollerblades, my four-wheel rollerblades from uh, New York to India on the way back to Australia. I thought, oh, you know, and I used to rollerblade up and down the driveway and have a lot of fun with them. And he saw me do it and he said, can I try? And next thing you know, he's rollerblading backwards, he's rollerblading sideways, he's rollerblading. And then within 10 seconds, he emulated me perfectly. And that was just an extraordinary thing. He'd never put rollerblades on before and it had taken me years to stand up without cracking the back of my head on the concrete. And then we had a party and a guy brought a guitar to the party and we were playing uh, yesterday, I think it was, or one of the Beatles songs. And this guy, the monk, watched the fingers on the frets of the guitar and at the end of the song, a song he'd never heard before, picked up, asked if he could borrow the guitar, picked up the guitar and played it absolutely sound perfect. And it's the, the gift he had was not that he was reborn a monk or reborn a lama. The gift that he had was enlightenment. His ability to learn, to see, to witness, to experience and allow things into himself was just freaking extraordinary. Extraordinary. One of the people at the dinner, we were all yoga students and we were all practicing yoga and one of the guys at the dinner demonstrated how you can sit in lotus, put your hands on the floor and go up into a, into a lotus position handstand. Two seconds later, the monk's doing the same thing. Now I know you're going to suspend belief about this, but I lived the story and I have uh, people that I still know very, very well who, was, who were there and live with me in the house who can uh, substantiate everything I'm saying, every single word. It's extraordinary when you meet a gifted person and it's extraordinary that they would never have known the gift if someone else uh, hadn't found him and said, you are special. He would have just been another Tibetan struggler. I went to the ceremony in the Bella Coupe. Uh, it lasted, I think, 10 days. I went to the last three days where the Dalai Lama came and I sat with the Dalai Lama while... Uh, I suppose it was about 20 monks in big robes and hats fired questions at him, fired questions at our visitor, just fired them. And they used their hands like in a slicing motion to throw the question at him. And the, what they're doing is questioning whether he really knows what he's supposed to know because he hasn't studied anything. 
And as they fire the question and he chants the answer, straight from the Dharma. The monks cry. Because they were buddies with the old monk, Lama. And they just hear the wisdom transmitted. It's just a, a really profound thing. And transmitted just like this is a gift you have. Now, you might say, oh, it's my gift is my ability to do management consulting or my gift is my ability, but it's not. Those are the things you learnt how to use the gift for. The gift might be an amazing IQ. The gift might be tone uh, perfect uh, ear for music and singing. The gift might be a tenderness uh, of sensitivity. Uh, the gift might be a joy that you just feel no matter what, even at a funeral. The gift might be something, but it's, it's, it's not what you do with it. It's the gift that existed before you did something to get it. It's, it's the unrefined raw gift. And tonight what I'd love you to do is find that gift.